So yeah, a quick shout out to Billy Gibbons, whose birthday is today. It's a milestone, 70 years old. Yep, born December 16th. 1949. Uh, I've been a fan of uh, ZZ Top for a long time. I, In fact, in my radio days, I met Billy, oh uh, gosh, half a dozen times backstage at shows. Uh, I don't just kind of worked out that way. And I'll tell you, uh, just quick little uh, Billy Gibbons story. Well, actually two of them. <laughs> These are crazy. Uh, one of them is pretty mild. I was uh, The first time I met him, I had just been sent a, a, a little promo item from Warner Brothers, which is the record label they had been on, uh, were on. And, I, and there was a picture of of uh, Billy Gibbons with his band in Jimi Hendrix because his earlier band, Moving Sidewalks, had opened for the Jimi Hendrix band for a number of shows. And, and he looked at that and says, man, that's cool. I haven't seen that for a long time. The other story, uh, I had a girlfriend back then uh, who was a very big Billy Gibbons fan. We got to see ZZ Top uh, together one time. And, and uh, sh- sh- after the show, uh, there was no backstage. It was at the Memorial Coliseum in Portland and and we'd come up from Salem, and, and we were standing around the back because we wanted to say hi because I'd met him once or twice before. And sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, it's just your fans. What do you do, right? Well, she just brazenly walked right up to the limousine, which was parked 100 feet away, kind of under uh, a sort of a garage area, and knocked on the window of the limousine. The window comes down. She comes back in about five minutes and says, we just got invited to have a drink with Billy over at the Benson. So we tootle over there. Sat down and I'm sitting next to I'm Billy on one side and there's a guy on the other side and they're talking across me about music and it, it finally it dawned on me who this guy on my left was it was Jack Ely who was the lead singer of the Kingsman the the Louis Louis band you know Jack played with the band I think he actually got kicked out of the band like shortly after they recorded that uh, classic version of Louis Louis. Kingsman, uh, Louis Louis by the Kingsman. So, uh, but Billy that was the song that inspired him to get into rock and roll back in the early 60s. He, he, you know, he was a teenager then, and he heard Louis Louis said, I got to do this. And so uh, at one point, uh, <laughs> Billy gets up and goes to the restroom, and Jack Ely turns to me and says, I can't believe I'm sitting next to Billy Gibbons. And then Billy comes back, and Jack goes up and goes to the restroom, and Billy leans to me and says, I can't believe I'm sitting next to Jack Ely. And I'm thinking, dude, I'm sitting between both of you. <laughs> oh, and the other funny thing about that event was that uh, he he wouldn't let us buy drinks. He says, Senator Smith from Texas is buying all the drinks. Okay, great. So that's my Billy Gibbons story. Happy 70th to uh, Billy. So uh, fun. That's the topic of this particular uh, podcast slash vlog. Uh, we have a lot of fun in life. Some people in our life are just fun to hang out with. You know, maybe because they're goofy, they might be interesting. They might look at things differently than you. But above all, when you're done hanging out with them, you think, man, that was just fun. We have fun together. So what is fun? Well, you know, it's different to different people. So I'm going to explore a few things about fun here. Fun could be anything. It could be being offbeat and wacky. I have offbeat and wacky friends that want to get together. We just laugh because we're doing goofy things. Uh, you know, things I find fun on my own. I, I, I like to do sports things like I like riding my bicycle, I like skiing, I like playing music, taking the dog for a walk, having a good conversation, spending time with my wife. Uh, with friends, the list goes on and on. I asked my wife what she thought was fun. First thing that she said was sitting in a room by myself, looking at the walls, listening to music. Uh, that would be fun because she never gets a chance to do that. You know, she's the mom. We get, we're all busy. She thought that would be really fun. The Oxford English Dictionary defines fun as lighthearted pleasure, enjoyment or amusement, boisterous joviality or merrymaking entertainment. Wow, that covers a lot of ground. You know, you can have 
fun doing so many different things. What makes something fun is certainly elusive. People say, have fun, or that was fun about things that are amusing and not to be taken seriously. I mean, people don't normally walk away from a funeral and say, boy, that was fun. <laughs> I guess their tongue and cheek could say that, but they might walk away from a, a sporting event and say, man, that was fun. I suppose to someone with a morbid sense of humor going out of a, a funeral and saying to another friend who has that kind of humor, but that, that was fun, huh? Right? Right. So anyway, do you have fun at work? I've had a lot of jobs, a lot of fun jobs. Most of them were in radio. They may have been challenging and at times stressful like any job, but the job itself was creative and yes, fun. And I think you can put fun of some sort into pretty much any job if you set your mind to it. Also in the realm of fun is humor. Uh, and while humor is good, generally, it, it literally took me till I was about 40 to realize that humor can be used negatively to hurt people. Uh, you can make fun of people. Uh, you, you, you sarcasm, little digs at people that you may think, ah, that's funny, but you don't realize you're actually hurting people. So humor can be a weapon. And once I learned that, it dawned on me. It kind of shaded how I looked at things. I was more thoughtful about how I used humor, about how I thought about fun. Uh, because what I saw as fun or funny may not be funny to the person next to me. So you kind of have to temper yourself a little bit. Uh, there's that whole boundary thing and respecting other people. It's often said that children laugh more than adults. That may or may not be true. You've heard that statistic stated, uh, children laugh 300 times a day, adults laugh 17 times a day. I looked it up. There's no study that says that. It, it uh, started with some uh, guy kind of talking at a, at a forum. There's, you just look it up. It's online. It's kind of an interesting story. It's kind of funny. Uh, but that, there's no research into that at all. But if you look at anecdotally, I think kids do laugh, tend to laugh a little more at funny and dumb things, absurd things than we do as adults. What about laughing? Well, there's the story of Norman Cousins. I, I thought of that when I was doing this uh, research, writing this. About 25 years ago, 30 years ago, Norman Cousins, Saturday Review editor, I believe, in New York City, was diagnosed with an incurable and fatal spinal column illness. So he thought, well, it's fatal, it's incurable, let me try something. Uh, he tried alternative remedies, uh, B17, laetrile, large doses of vitamin C, and none of it really had any effect. So one day, against the advice of his doctors, he just walked out of the hospital, went to his apartment for a month, and did what he enjoyed most, watching comedy movies, reading comic books, reading humor stories, and reading jokes. So he did nothing but laugh and laugh each day for a month. He also wrote original jokes, which he would read aloud to himself and, and laugh like crazy. And every time he noticed that he laughed, his pain was eased. He went back to the hospital at the end of the month and checked in for a checkup. And to the surprise of the medical staff who examined him, they found no trace of the disease. He cured himself with laughter. They said, what would you do? He says, well, uh, you must have taken some medicine. And, and, and uh, they said, no. He said, no, I, I actually went home and, and laughed for a month. I laughed myself to health, the man who cured himself through laughter. If I ever get an incurable disease, I'm going to like stock up on all the funny movies that I can and just watch them and see what happens. So do we even have to laugh to be having fun though? I mean, I can watch a great movie, uh, maybe something that's sad uh, and still feel that it's fun to watch. It's satisfying because the story is good. The acting is good. The direction's good. So maybe in that case, fun is the wrong word, but you have enjoyed the time. I also think that what's funny to one person changes over that person's life. You know, when we were kids, we found lots of things goofy or funny. I suppose I developed my sense of humor from my parents uh, because we didn't have a TV when I was a kid, not because they didn't believe in not having TVs or whatever. 
uh, we just had no reception where we lived up on the mountain. So we had no TV. We had to entertain ourselves. My dad had a very dry sense of humor. His One of his favorite jokes was, how can you tell a happy motorcycle rider? And we go, what? He goes, by the number of bugs on their teeth. So, you know. And I found out when I've shared that with people, lots of other dads at that time like that same joke. My, my mom laughed a lot. She still does at 91. But she's not necessarily a funny person. But her outlook on life allows to, her to laugh a lot. So what's your outlook on life? How do you look at things that happen to you? I mean, there are always corners you turn and you're faced with something unexpected. How do you react to those things? Do you just kind of get worked up uh, when you're faced with a difficult situation, get stressed out? Or you just shrug and try to work through it? Or do you just laugh because, hey, sometimes life is absurd and you just got to roll with it, right? Uh, (laughs) Life can be absurd. A couple of final things. I was uh, in high school. I, I loved skiing. I started skiing very young, seven or eight years old. And during high school, the high school team would would meet, and you know, the high school ski team when they would you know skid down the uh, the uh, the slope and the slalom course and put the course up, and they'd work on all this stuff. And at one point, someone said, "You should join the team. You're a good skier." I thought about it, and I said, "You know what? It would become a chore, and then it wouldn't be fun anymore." And so I declined. Same with music. I was in the drum section and was typically first chair and occasionally we would be invited to competitions against other schools and I did it a few times but mostly I declined because I didn't have fun competing at music. I thought music was was to be fun and when you made it into a competition to me it became not fun. I didn't look at this uh, from a uh, competition standpoint. I suppose uh, from a teaching standpoint it made sense to get the students to do the competitions because it kind of sharpened them up a little bit, made them better, but I didn't feel that way. Uh, Last thing, Uh, a good friend of mine passed away a few years ago. I remember him for a lot of things, but one thing he said a lot was, having fun is good for you. And I agree. Uh, This week's trade show tip, ask yourself, what kind of fun can you have in your trade show booth that draws people in? Can you come up with some sort of activity that they'll engage with? If someone stops at your booth and has fun, you think they'll remember you better? I would think so. What can you do to have fun in your booth? Uh, Finally, this week's one good thing. I've never given a shout out to the Exhibitor Magazine. I should do that because it's a really good magazine for anyone in the exhibit industry, specifically at companies that do a fair amount of exhibiting. Uh, But certainly there's stuff in here for uh, veteran exhibitors as well as beginning exhibitors. And I would highly recommend it for anyone who's involved in that small company, medium company, large company. Check out Exhibitor Magazine. It's online as well as a... uh, like a monthly uh, magazine that shows up in your mailbox. That's all I got. Have fun. It's good for you. Uh, It's the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for December 16th, 2019.